Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're back to Christ Minded. Uh, we've been on a hiatus for a couple of months, almost half a year, but we are, have not been uh, gone, but we are back. So just to refresh your memories, this is your host with the Holy Ghost, Edilania Cabrera. And um, I wanted to, in the midst of all that's been going on now, like, um, not just me personally, but with like the world in general and with people, you know, after, after the quarantine 2020, after like, we're going, we're moving away from the pandemic now and we're, we're opening up more, this uh, New York City is opening up, people are putting on back the vaccine. Um, you know, every, everybody's is, is headed back to work and, um, you know, and something that's come up is uh, the the issue of mental health. Like, it's something that uh, we, um, as people, as a society, in many cultures, have don't acknowledge and don't take into account until it's something like widespread, like that we, mm-hmm. you know, it's a conversation that we definitely need to discuss. So. Today, I have with me my friend and sister in Christ, Shadelva Resio, who is a counselor. And we're going to be talking about mental health and especially men- uh, having the conversation of mental health in the, uh, as Christians uh, in, the, in the Christian world, to say, right? So, uh, Shelly? Thank- and thank you so much for having me. Um, as soon as I heard about the opportunity, I was more than honored. I think one of my goals, not only at this stage of my life, but as a life goal, as a long-term goal, is to really speak on mental health, especially from a Christian base. Um, I think it's something that not only is mental health a stigma in the world, right? Um, In every community and culture and all of that, but even within the faith, it can have so much negative stigma and and beliefs and there's a lack of clarity a lack of transparency um many people believe that mental health is automatic medication right Um, so i thank you so much for for having me um in this session it's something i really looked forward to and i'm so honored to be here today awesome so shelly like a first question like what is mental health like when like if you're talking to a person they're like oh I'm fine like I'm totally fine I'm not crazy like you know maybe a little bit but not like you know (laughs) like what would you tell them like what mental health is and why is it important so that so thank you so much for bringing that up so yes um a lot of the things that and one of number one stigma the word mental health means you're going crazy right (laughs) You are nuts. You're losing it. You've been an inpatient psychiatric unit. You know, you've been there for two weeks. And in reality, um, mental health is basically behavioral health concerns, right? We're speaking about feelings, emotions, which occur to every single person. There's not one person on this earth, not even the anointed men of God, (laughs) right? In the Bible that didn't... um, Um, that weren't impacted in their mental health, in their emotional sense when going through a difficult time. So anytime I hear mental health, what I hear is 
there might be grief, there might be feelings of depression, mourning, um, sadness, anxiety, and, and maybe behavioral health concerns. So it comes in different levels, right? Can you need intense support? Absolutely. We're speaking about people that are not able to leave their home, right? During the pandemic, um, just being in contact, not only physically due to fear and phobias, we're talking about, I don't know how to socialize now, right? I, I, I don't know how to go meet someone new. I don't know how to make a friend after this pandemic. Um, this has impacted me in such a pop powerful way. So there's so different things that are correlated to mental health, so many different levels, and we're all still trying to figure it out. But during this pandemic, there has been, as, as our sister mentioned, an increase in um, mental health concerns, behavioral health concerns, and different ways that people need support, which is hard now, right? Access is definitely still um, a, a challenge, a barrier in mental health, and now more than ever. So even someone trying to get an appointment, right, to speak to a counselor, you're speaking about three to four months. Um, we're speaking about people, you know, just quitting their, quitting their jobs at this point because it's just so much pressure. So yes, there's such a high need. There's been an increase in mental health um, need. And that's why it's so important that we do when we have these discussions around what mental health is, how can we support, and as a community of faith, how can we be there for others according to their need, right? Not what we want, but their need. So it's, so it's awesome. I really love this discussion. Yeah, um, um, it's, it's, I love the points that you brought out because um, speaking to a personal point, um, I've known friends that like, and, and family that after the pandemic, um, they've had like, uh, developed like panic attacks and like yeah. developed like these, these anxieties and, and, and stresses um, because they weren't used to being like inside for so much, for so long, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, and, you know, for them, you know, I, I was just thinking about their situations, you know, that the there you would know, like you would know them as the type of person who are like very hardworking, outgoing, you know, and 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 through this like turn of events that the world has like literally turned on its head in a way for them, you know, it's, it's been difficult for them to cope and they, you know, and I just found it interesting that, you know, even the people, you know, it's, you know, I began to realize like mental health is like, like, is a, there's a difference between mental illness and mental health, like you said. Yes. And like mental health is like definitely like what, like uh, the state of mind that you're in, right? Like how, how are you taking care of yourself? Like, and it, it goes back because I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how that goes as well with like spiritual battles too because mm -hmm. the spiritual battles be, begin in the mind you know they begin in the mind and in the heart so you know those fears that 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 um that you begin like to think like in your room at night staring for hours because you're locked in like and that you may open like a door you start thinking about things and and things that might stress you out your biggest fears and stuff like that 
you know, like I'm gonna get. What if I get sick? What I what it what if I what if I die? Like like you know or you know or like what if I'll never get out of this room? You know and mm-hmm. you know you know people you know I know people like who have gone like you know now there's and now I find it interesting like now that we are able to uh, go out. You know, it's so weird because I've seen, I've been looking like at the news and stuff like that. And it's, 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 uh, there's still this fear, you know, like is the vaccine, like it's, is the, the mark of the beast. Still, yeah, this and that, you know, yeah. so many, you know, like people are, are afraid. So like they rather stay inside, but then they can't stay inside because if they stay inside, they're like, they're, they'll get agitated. But when they go outside, they're still scared. So they have nowhere right. to go, you know? Right. And I, I was just thinking about that, you know? And, and like how, like when you're in a position like that, what do you think like we should do? Like for me, Personally, I know that like what helped me really was literally was God, obviously. But it was like, like I know praying and 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 like uh, listening to to music and and you know and like trusting in God that everything was gonna be alright. You know that brought me peace. You know, yeah. But like you know, like for other people, like you, what what do you think about that? So so that's and I, and I like this question because this is. So, so many people are going through this, right? And and I hear it in the calls. A lot of people are holding on to faith, which is absolutely amazing. I just wanted to let you know that, like, research proves that spiritual spirituality um, is really great for um, believers because believers have higher mortality rate, have better re- um, coping and recovering skills, right? So having your faith is extremely important during difficult times. Spirituality proves it, even non-believers understand when it comes to science, that having that support is so much better than not having it. Like numbers show clearly, even in uh, amongst cancer patients, right? Um, and chronic pain. But when it comes to anxiety, um, one of the things that are important to keep in mind is that anxiety is a little bit different from depression. So during this pandemic, we're seeing an increase in anxiety. Not, and yes, they'll have the feelings of depression and feeling sad and regret and certain things due to past trauma. But when it comes to anxiety, specifically with the pandemic, there's been an increase because the problem is that our feelings right, and our thoughts are living in the future. And we all know that only God knows the future for us, right? So when it comes to anxiety, it's different from depression. Depression is mostly that the individual is living in the past, right? Or living a traumatic experience. They're having flashback about something. And now when we're speaking about anxiety, we're living in the future. So what happens with the future is that we don't know the unknown, right? We don't know what's going to happen. So now with this pandemic, all the changes, right? Am I going to get sick? Um, a lot of people question and then they'll start panicking because their thoughts, they're literally living in the future and anxiety leads you to think the worst possible outcome that you can possibly think. Right. So let's think about a birthday party. Right. Oh, you know, it's my godson's birthday party and I don't really go out, but I'm going to look bad if I don't go, if I cancel on them. Right. Um, a lot of people will say I'm vaccinated, but what about the people that are not? 
um, and they shouldn't really have this party, but I don't want to tell them that, right? So now they're having rushing thoughts that they're not able to control and calm down or even stop. Um, and they're all, they're worrying about, well, if I go, I'm going to get sick, right? Or, uh, you know, other people are going to get other people sick, even if I don't get sick. And these thoughts are important to control just because you feel something, just because you think something, it doesn't mean that that's your reality, right? So that's the first thing that I advise people um, while they're feeling, especially feelings of panic attack. Uh, well, first of all, uh, your senses are so powerful. They're God-given. So if you're feeling like you're going through a panic attack, if you feel, um, if a family member is experiencing panic attack, something that they can do instantly is literally turn on cold water uh, um, at the sink and run their hands through the cold water for a little bit. And it allows you to be present, right? Because you're feeling the cold water hit your hands and that can really help prevent a panic attack from happening when they're feeling those um, increasing thoughts or feelings of anxiety. And then, okay, so I, I, you know, I'm present, I'm being here. So you're able to kind of slow things down just a little bit. Uh, another thing is, let's say if you're talking to a friend about it, you know, I just can't stop thinking about it. And, and, and my, my thoughts are just all over the place and I'm rushing, slowing your tone down, right? So let's say I'm speaking to Edilania and I'm saying, oh my God, I'm starting a new job and I'm, I'm so anxious, I'm gonna suck and I'm gonna do horrible, I just can't, right? I'm not even breathing at this point. I'm not processing what I'm thinking. I'm not present. I'm living at that first day of work. Um, and I slowing things down, even in your tone and saying, wow, Edilania, like it, this is very difficult for me. First day of work or school can really be hard on me. You're at least catching your breath. You're processing what you're thinking about. You're communicating with the other person so they can understand and help you at that moment and support you. That can also decrease the anxiety instead of just leading to disaster, right? Where you're rushing, you don't even know what you're saying. And now you're just freaking out like I'm in a crisis. When in reality, you're just expressing what you're saying, but you just have to calm things down. Um, so being present is the main thing. Whatever works for you to be present, then, and of course, as you mentioned, you can listen to music. Everyone has different coping strategies. Um, but you have to identify those that work for you individually, personalize those and understand, okay, this is what I'm gonna use when I am, you know, freaking out. I'm having a, a, a crisis, right? I'm going through a lot. I'm about to have a panic attack. Um, so breathing exercise, right? Prayer, oh my gosh, the power of prayer is incredible. But not only that, going through a list and saying, well, I've done all these things by myself. I'm not really getting the help that I need. The feelings are still there. Who else can I reach out to now in real time that can help me process this moment just because I'm all in my thoughts? So these are certain things that you can do when you're feeling like you're having a panic attack or you're feeling like your your anxiety is increasing and you're you're you just unable to stop your thoughts. Awesome. Like um, it's like that information like is really important. And like I didn't know about I didn't know about that, about the about the running water. Um yeah. you know, because um sometimes like we don't know like like someone's going through something and 
like you're like you're fine and they're telling you you're they're confiding in you but like you sometimes like you you can feel like like where i felt like what am i supposed to do like am i just yeah. how can i like tell this person like everything is going to be okay when they're not feeling that way you know yeah and, like you know and it's you know for for people who like uh just regular people there's there anything that that we can do that when someone confides in us or is going through something and um you know something that we can tell them or just or do we just sit there and just tell them we're here you know and they oh my gosh you're bringing up so many great points i'm like this is exactly what we need to publicly speak about <laughs> because your main support is usually family and friends Um so you know the individual is not speaking to a counselor or a mental health professional at all time and everything that they complain about is yeah i have the support but they just don't understand and i think that's key um as loved ones as family as friends we need to really step out of our shoes and stop personalizing things like well this is what works for me you just have to do this and you're going to be okay Um and I know it's so awkward like someone's breaking down they're crying you know yeah. let, let's say someone went through a breakup that's terrible they feel like their world is ending or someone lost a family member I mean no words in the world that you say is going to heal that person and that's and that's step 1 knowing that if they came to you it's just because they need to unload this. You know how the word of God says to come with our heaviness to him? Definitely. Um, yeah. It's the same thing. People are if and that's such an honorable role. If someone comes to you, that means they trust you. That means they they um admire who you are or believe that you can be a good listener. And I think that's step 1. I'm here to listen to you. And I know it's awkward sometimes because you're like, okay, this person just said all of this. Now what do I say? Um it's like when you're at a funeral there's no words you can tell someone that is going to make it better as a matter of fact loved ones do the opposite they cause pain sometimes because they'll say well god knows all things right and you're speaking about someone that just lost their husband they lived with for 55 years yeah <laughs> like, that's not you, yeah you know like, yeah it's like Okay, my mother just died. Oh God knows all things. What is that even supposed to mean? Um and and life happens, right? So we have to be real that it rains over the just and the unjust, right? So instead of being like Job's friends where, well, you probably did something wrong for all of these miserable things to occur to you. <laughs> There's no other explanation. Um really be a listening ear. Really be comfortable with being uncomfortable it's awkward it's awkward to sit in a room with someone and they're just crying boogers all over the place right they feel like they're dying i want to be gone and that's another thing just because someone says like i just can't anymore and it sounds like they're giving up right those are suicidal thoughts but it doesn't mean that they have a plan or intend to do so so there's no need to freak out right away where like okay this person just basically said that they're done like they're going to just die. Um it, it's important to really walk through uh, th- with someone through what they're thinking. Is it just thoughts, right? Or do they actually have a plan in place? Because it can mean that they're going through so much psychological pain that they feel like they're suicidal. 
Um, so, so through that process, if you're a loved one, if you're a mother, if you're a friend, if you're a cousin, a family member, a coworker, and someone's telling you how bad, you know, they feel, just be there and listen. You'll notice that what they're seeking is for someone to listen to them and bring validation. I, I can tell this hurts. I can tell that you're going through a lot of pain. I can tell that this is not an easy time for you. And I want you to know that I'm here. Like anytime you need to speak to someone, I am here. This is difficult. And you have a reason to feel like that. Understanding that this is their pain and not yours, right? Um, and most of the time, what I'll hear clients say is, well, yeah, I have a lot of support, but I can't speak to anyone about how I really feel. As soon as I do, they tell me a list of things to do, and then they get upset when I don't do them or they don't work for me. Um, so, so what happens with loved ones is that they'll grow frustrated. Let's say someone has severe depression and you told them, oh, you got to go for a walk and you, you know, you need to go to church and you know, you need to run for a mile. You're not working out. What are you eating? So change all of these things. And the person's like this, that just isn't working for me. Then the person gets frustrated because they feel like they wasted their time and all they want to do is get the problem solved. It's not necessarily their fault. They just don't want to see their loved ones suffer. So they're trying to give them, it's almost like a prescription, right? When the doctor yeah. gives you a, a prescription, <laughs> go get medicated and take all these drugs um, and don't feel sad anymore. So the same thing happens with loved ones that they'll give you a to-do list. And if they see that it doesn't work for you and you're still in the same state, they get frustrated that their plan didn't work out because they want to see their loved ones be happy, right? They don't want to see them suffer. But in doing that, you're causing harm because all they really need is someone to listen and, and, and just be there, be present. I don't have the words to say, you know, I haven't been what you've gone through, but I can tell that you're going through a lot. So, yeah. so just being supportive and a listening ear and be, and be comfortable with vulnerability, right? God, God loves that. God loves that, that people can come to us with their pain. And if we got to sit there in awkward silence, that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's the uncomfortable part that leads us to say a whole bunch of things that we don't even know what we're saying, right? <laughs> we start with <laughs> We start with rushing thoughts and tones and speaking really fast. Um, but yeah, just be comfortable with being uncomfortable and understand that your role is to be there for that person in pain. Definitely. Like, and that's totally important. I know it's like, it's sort of, I think, hard to hear for a lot of people because like, I know for some people, uh, awkwardness hurts. <laughs> and so, but it's, but if you know like during these like difficult times and 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 maybe people are going to go through like difficult times in in our family's lives and our friends lives you know um and if they like you said if they feel comfortable to talk to us you know we have to it you know we have to tell them it's okay not to be okay and i can be you know yes. we can be not okay together yes. and like, <laughs> like just sit in silence if you just like just want to just sit together and just <laughs> stare into the ceiling together that's fine yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know or 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 even let's say if that's something um you know it, it is awkward if it's something that's really hard to do maybe and if you know that you're going to be set up to talk to someone about what they're going through 
and you need your own escape, right? Because you know your own personality. Well, then take them to walk, right? And I'd rather, instead of sitting down with you, I'd rather walk with you where there's different distractions, right? And, and things like that. Or maybe out to eat. Let's go get a meal, right? You probably haven't ate in so long. Um, just also, you want to make this situation as best as possible for you to be able to flourish for that individual to the best of your ability. So if you know, for instance, like sitting in a room is going to be really awkward for like 20, 25 minutes, um, let's say, hey, let's go to the, let's take a walk, right? A walk isn't going to hurt. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, you know, I remember I was going through a, a hard time, and I'm, and what was it? One of my one of my cousins. We were we were like we were all str- like me and my cousin. We were stressed out, and you know, I was just like, "Hey, I think we need to do like a self care day. Like, you wanna you you wanna go watch a movie after work." Like she works right next to the movie theater, so amazing. So I was like, so I just like, but she, so you know, I I just went with her to work, like in the morning, and spent the whole day. Like she works in a mall, so I spent the whole day in the mall until she got off for work, and then from there we went to go see a movie, and it was just like really cool, fun, chilling, like, and you know, and and, just, uh, and distracting from from what your reality is at that moment. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, after that, we were just like, we need to do this more. We need to go out, <laughs> do, do stuff together, just, just walk around. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. So I could totally relate to that, you know. And is you know, you you brought up really important points, you know, and 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 it's it's you know, it's really interesting because you know, like mental health right now is something that like. You know, everybody's discussing, and like I said before, you know, it's for I for I think for the Christian community is a little bit hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, and like, uh, you know, I, hard to talk about in the sense that that you know we we rely on God for everything, you know, but sometimes we forget that you know God uses us as well. Yeah. You know, we are instruments and as instruments, we are also instruments to listen to those, just like, you know, Jesus listened to his disciples when they were going through, uh, you know, whatever they were going through, you know, because Jesus and the disciples, they were friends, you know, they walked, what, three years together, you know, they yeah. hung out pretty short. They went through their ups and downs and Jesus had to listen to them and teach them and help them, you know. And, and um, I bet I bet they miss their families, right? Like these are things that you know they they're dropped in in the Bible here and there. But think about it: everyone was human at that moment, including Jesus. So you know you you're missing certain individuals that you were close to, right? Missing family. You're on a mission. Um, so all of that as you mentioned three years with a group of people of course they were there for each other for their ups and downs yeah and uh, yeah you know and i think about that and i find that kind of cool and and you know and i also think about like those people who might not have like that that support or group mm-hmm. you know i'm I remember when I, I didn't feel like I had that support or group and like I had support like Lord um please put people around me that like that I can connect with or you know that oh, you want like to be friends with because you know we like 
we i think the sim like the simplest prayers for the little things are very important because i've realized that because you know you know we think we we pray but then we ask god like oh for these great these like most important the critical things you know mm-hmm. but then like like you know oh god can I have can you send me some friends you know that sounds kind of like a, like a really like i don't know corny or sad prayer <laughs> but i was in a point where like i didn't have people around me and i wasn't like really sociable so yeah like, so. And, and sometimes we need that person to get us out of that like right of that state of um you know i'm just gonna be to myself and i'm because these are feelings and thoughts and you think well you know i'm just gonna stay to myself you know i i don't trust people right or i i don't want to you know i don't want to be in in friendships that are going to do me harm right I, i'll just stay to myself i'm just not social right all of these different things but the reality is that we can deal with difficult moments so much better like probably a hundred times better when we have support people that lack support are less likely to achieve their goals are less likely to have a great quality of life um and all of these things so that was that's absolutely something we need to pray about god bring me those people that that can be of support when on my rainy days right because if you're happy that's fine but what happens on that rainy day <laughs> yeah you just <laughs> definitely like you just you sit in the room or you sit in your room and just try and find a distraction to like not feel lonely or feel alone so yeah it's yeah so definitely um uh i i found that support you know in god and as well as the people he brought around me in my church Amen. you know Amen. which is you know it's it's you know and i thank god for that because i've i've learned you know that in like the situations that i go through i'm not alone in that you know and having conversations with my friends is like oh i'm going through the same thing you know you know because sometimes we are afraid to be vulnerable with other people yes. because we're so used to like like we're so afraid of judgment you know and like being judged like by other people or by like our our our, our brothers and sisters in church like oh they're going to judge me because i i i i did a mistake or i did this or i did that so i can't tell them you know i can't i can be i put on a mask right so, you know and saying oh i'm good i'm happy everything's good everything's fine when in and reality I'll, you know you're not right and it's so that you just made an amazing point because that is okay to do for one day right but when we're speaking about long term that feeling and those thoughts eat you alive and what i what i mean by that is that even in our in our path with christ you just said it we'll put on a mask and pretend everything is okay just to avoid right others entering our storm or adding to that storm um so we'll we'll think of others as variables right is this going to be positive for me for you to walk into my life is it going to be positive for you to criticize me i already know my flaws i already know my mistakes i don't need additional people knowing my struggles and adding to that. And what happens with that is that when we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable, it kills our relationship with Christ, right? Because 
instead of coming to him in supplication, as the word says, just really bringing everything to him, you know it all, right? Then we put this mask on and eventually it impacts your relationship with God. Because now instead of going to church for God, right? Because we're going to, to give him the glory to be thankful and all of this. We walk in there, we put on our mask on and we don't even break down because you don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah. At, just because of the fear of people, what people might think and say. And I want to go back to, go, I want to go back to that point that I said that not all your feelings or all your thoughts are your reality. And this is where the enemy plays mind games, right? And, and tries to make your mind a playground for, for whatever he wants to throw at you. And as Christians, we have to be mindful of that because it will dry up our relationship with God. It will dry up our soul. It will leave us cold, hard, dry, every word you can think of um, because we'll take everything that we think and feel as a reality when it really isn't, right? So you have to have that guidance. Um, and I, I would say pray for, for discernment. God, when, when these thoughts come to mind, really allow me to process them to see if is this really what I'm living or am I just making decisions based on my emotions? Definitely. Oh, Shelly, thank you so much for being here with me, you know, having this conversation with me. Um, I really like personally, I've learned so much and uh, I love this, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> um, so we're just going to close off. I want to close off this interview, uh, uh, you know, with a prayer, you know, so, Amen. Uh, so, you know, every, anybody who's out there, if you're, if you're going through a situation or you, or you know, somebody who's going through a situation and you want to be there for them. Um, I hope this has been like edification for you. Cause I know it edified me definitely. Um, and, um, and I, you know, if you want to, you want to take this moment and pray with us. Um, so, you know, so God can help you through whatever you're going through and that God is going to help you and you, with your mental health, you know, he, everything's going to be okay, you know, and Amen. it's okay not to be okay. God knows that if you're not okay right now, he's still going to be there for you. He's, he's your lifeline, you know, and he'll, Put people in your path, you know, just, you know, when you talk to Jesus, when you look for God, you know, he'll make the way easier for life to be easier. Amen. Glory to God. Right. So I'm going to do this prayer, you know, and, um, you know, Father God, we give you thanks, Lord Jesus, because Lord, you are mighty and wonderful. And we are here, Lord, because we ask that you, Lord, may help those, Lord God, who are going through a difficult time. Lord, if, Lord God, if we have friends, family, Lord God, who are going through a difficult moment in their lives, God, Lord God, that through the, these, these tough times, Lord, that you may be glorified in their lives and that you may bring them peace and help them through their storms and their trials and tribulations. Guide them and protect them, Lord God, and then help us as well to be better listeners, to be better people, better vessels to you, God, and to be able to help our friends and families as well, Lord God, and that, Lord Jesus, that you may help us, God, to be able to be better Christians and, and that our mental health, even, you know, 
Lord God, that you may help us, Lord God, as well. Guide us and strengthen us, O Lord, that you may watch over us and watch over our friends and our families. And that, Lord God, that through the knowledge that you give us, Lord God, Lord God, and through your spirit, Lord God, that you may help us through our storms. Thank you, Lord, for everything, because we know that we trust in you and our trust in you is not in vain. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. Awesome. Glory to God. Everybody who's listening, thank you for tuning in to us. Uh, uh, Christ-minded. Remember, we're back on. Uh, This is going to... I wanted to do this mental health, like a brief little thing. I just wanted to do this mental health thing because last Sunday was, uh, the 10th was uh, International Mental Health Awareness Day. And um, it was, it was something like, I, it was always in my mind and some in this episode is dedicated to that and to overall mental health, you know, um, and for us to acknowledge and have awareness of that. And um uh, also, just wanted to mention, Shelly has, uh, Shadabba has a page called uh, m- uh, My My Dear Young Child, right? Amen. Yeah, Dear Young Child. Dear Young Child. Uh, Dear Young Child, which uh, has great affirmations. I follow her page. Follow her page. It's awesome, guys. Uh, she puts up videos. It's 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 beautiful. It's edifying. So tune in. So if you have Instagram, go um, subs- uh, go look, go follow her page uh, on Instagram, and follow us. We are on Facebook on Christ Minded Podcast and on Instagram as well, Christ Minded Podcast. And stay tuned. Uh, we're gonna be uh, uh, stay tuned when you uh, subscribe or follow us uh we're gonna put up the the dates and announcements for our next uh recordings for our next events and stuff because uh more stuff we're gonna be planning more stuff uh more segments more fun things you know surprises here and there so please stay tuned please tune in please subscribe and thank you for listening to me and shelly and i hope you have a wonderful day thank you all god bless you guys bye bye bye